welcome back to The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. That was very robotic, your introduction. I I, I was going more for like old-timey, like 20s announcer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, News of the world. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) How are are you? Uh, I'm okay. It's, uh, as, as of this recording, it's Pi Day. Yes, this won't go up and until March fifteenth. Daylight is. savings. Yeah, we we sprung forward, which is my least favorite because yeah. you lose an hour of sleep. Um, those yeah. are the night. I, I don't like. Do you care? There's this whole debate about should we get rid of this? Should we just stick to one? For I, like, I don't care. It makes so little difference to me. The only thing that bothers me is it sucks that once a year I lose an hour of sleep. But then once a year I gain, gain an hour an of hour. sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, if it were up to me, I, I'd prefer, uh, I don't like waking up when it's dark. I don't like walking in the dark cause I wake up early and go on a walk. Yeah. Um, and I guess if I'm being honest, I don't want an extra hour of sun of sun. <laughs> yeah. Like in the summer when it's hot, like it just, it seems like it's too much. You want to, you want it to, the sun to go down earlier in the summer. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. we'll make that happen. I, yeah, if you could do something about that. <laughs> what about you? Do you like it? Do you care about the... I don't care. I'm an early riser, which is so weird to say. Yeah. That like... Um, Me too. I generally wake up before the sun is up, no matter what time of year it is. Sometimes yeah. it's like considerably before the sun is up. And like now, you know, it'll be like, I'll be up an hour before the sun is up as opposed to like up yeah. with the Yeah, but then the it gets sun. so cold on our walks in the morning. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but then it's going to warm up soon. Yeah. And it's, yeah, but I see what you're saying. There's, I guess there's pros and cons, but I mostly just don't care. I think I grew up in an age where almost all clocks are automatic anyway. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not mm, true. No, like stuff around the house. Like we had to change my parents' like oven, and microwave, our cars. Yeah, I still haven't changed one in my car. Yeah. Because uh, my car's in the shop right now, Aww. which is... Uh, a tie-in to oh, yeah. one of the episodes we'll talk about today. So let's talk about these TV shows. Okay. The, the show, as we said, is called The One Where I Met Your Mother. It's a podcast where we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and we compare and contrast. And this week we're on season two, uh, episode... I've, I've lost track. 17. Episode 17 of each show. Thank you. Uh, it's the one where Eddie moves in over in Friends Land, and it's Arrivederci Fiero over in How I Met Your Motherville. Uh, so we're going to start with... Season 2, episode 17 of Friends, the one where Eddie moves in. Take it away. <laughs> so, um, once again, we do not open at the perk. No. Joey's um, apartment, right? We open at Joey's new apartment. Yeah. Yeah, which is hilariously over-decorated. T- tacky. Yeah. He's clearly got some money from being on TV and does and has more money than taste. Yeah. And has just gone to some sort of, like, fancy home decor uh, store and um, <laughs> some of those pieces I liked. I kind of like the. I wouldn't actually want it, but the the Panther uh, coffee table. Yeah, I liked it as well. Um, I also like the water feature. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just as like a joke, you know, like yeah, as, they get some good use out of out of that. Yes, about um, Joey and and Phoebe both like the water feature thing, but it makes them have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. And Joey says something like, I guess that's, that's like the 
work you have to do or something mm-hmm. like that. That's like, mm-hmm. do, 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 appreciate it. Like it's a work yeah. of art. And it also is used later as like yes. a staring. A great, there's a great visual gag yeah. with, it, with it, with it later. Um, so, but the, uh, the upshot is that Joey's like, Hey, come see my new, hold on. I have to take her. <laughs> I think she does this on purpose. Oh, we know that she does. I don't know if the listeners can't hear me because I'm not on mic right now. Uh, speaking of us like getting up early, you both, you and I both do, but I often get up before you do. Um, and I will take Darla on a walk. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we come back from our walk, which is like 25, 30 minutes, we come back from the walk and you're still not up. Darla's not happy about that. And so she will oh, go stand does. outside the bedroom door yeah. and shake yeah. to try and like she make wakes noise. Me up. Yeah. She wants to wake she you up. She knows what she's she, doing. She, yeah. She's it's like, rude. she's like, oh, now they're supposed to be up when I get home. From my yeah. Walk. We, we can't have this. Yeah. Rise and shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're all, Joey's showing off his new apartment and Chandler isn't there. So this is a, a, a carryover obviously from last week. Uh, Chandler is still sore about Joey walking out on him. That's a big, a big part of this episode. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, back at the, we finally, we finally get to the perk. Um, oh yeah. There's a whole thing about how Joey has a bathroom or a, a phone in his bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I guess was interesting at the time. Now we have our phones, whatever. Yeah. I always take my phone to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, <laughs> I like to scroll through Twitter while I'm peeing. Yeah. Um, Is that okay? No, not really. Um, it seems more of like a... What do you do? You stare at the wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, it seems more of a, like, senior citizen kind of, like, emergency right. thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but I guess Joey just wants to, like, be able to sit and have a chat. I was going to say shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so we're at the uh, back of the perk, and I never really noticed how, like... So Rachel's working and she's bad at her job. She drops a piece of pie in the guy's hood, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah. Because uh, the guy's like got his coat over his chair and she yeah. drops a piece of pie in his hood. Um, but there's also, there, did you, there's like another waitress working in the background. I never, I never really th- thought yeah. about like, it's such a small place. They yeah. need two waitresses. At well, I, think I mean, Rachel's very bad. It's a job. barista. So she's probably, you know, making the cappuccinos. Well, no, no, I'm saying Gunther's making the yeah yeah there were two different yeah waitresses out on the floor taking orders yeah for such a small place that seems like overkill yeah. but i guess it's the 90s and coffee houses well, are Rachel's so bad at her job yeah they have to hire someone else yeah. they like to keep her around because they yeah. like her max right is back there going yeah elf Ra- rachel <laughs> yeah <laughs> rachel <laughs> uh let's see we find out that um phoebe's been offered the opportunity to record Smelly Cat as a single. Yeah, she gets discovered. Uh, yeah, so they're going to do um, a song and a video, and if that works out, uh, an album. Uh, and then the other, the the next storyline that's introduced, we're, we're at the, we're finally at Monica and Rachel's apartment, uh, and you know who else is there is Ross, because Ross dating Rachel is just around all the time, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, in, in this scene, he's he's bogarting the, the bathroom. He's mm-hmm. been in there for for an hour. Have you ever had a situation where you had a roommate who was dating someone, and that person was around all the time at yes. your apartment? Yes. 
Yeah. I think I've probably been that guy. Really? Because think about it, That's the... I mean, I hate to be like all 80s comic, like men are like this and women are like this, but like a girl's apartment is usually like a more nicer, nicer yeah. cozier place. Like, so it makes more sense to like want to spend time there. Maybe you were that person here. Like when we first started dating. Uh, when you had your old roommate, Mark, yeah. I don't feel like I was. Though. Yeah. Cause we normally went to your house cause you had your own place. Because I lived alone. Yeah. 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 And my yeah, place I wasn't, think when you well, we came here, my we place we, having bugs, but that wasn't my fault. There were, Two, like I, I don't want to like sound like I'm shaming people, but there were like no, no. two older men sharing a studio apartment next door, and they were like, and look, didn't know how to take care. We of We live in Los Angeles. There's filthy. cockroaches, you yeah. know, like we can't escape it. We've had him here before, and it's usually when like someone has work being done. Sometimes if it's really hot. If it's really hot, or if the ne- a neighboring apartment is empty and they're doing work on it, yeah, we'll get we'll suddenly get we'll get a big giant. And it's not. It's happened. We've seen like what. Three or four in fifteen years. It's yeah, but they're yeah. usually pretty big. It's. I feel like you think every cockroach is the size of your head. You've seen them. You agree that they're big. Some of them. Some of them. Um, I don't even know. Oh, okay. So. Okay. So that was uh, just my question. Have Ross you is had, out staying his welcome. Have, I, have you had? The, have you been? Have you been the Monica? Like, obviously, not the situation. There's a specific situation here where Ross is yes. her brother. Yes. But if you've been the Monaco, like, why is this dude always in my apartment? Yes. Yeah. It does happen. I can imagine. It has. Uh, we finally meet up with Chandler. He's all alone in his uh, sad apartment. Um, it's interesting how Joey, as tacky as Joey's interior decoration scheme is, at least he's trying. Like, yeah. Chandler and Joey's apartment is. It's bad. They have one motif, and it's clowns. Even <laughs> <laughs> like it, it just—it really feels like. Um, I guess they're supposed to be like in their late twenties, and yeah. Chandler has a good job, and yeah. I feel like they have the their apartment looks like people in their early twenties. They were like still in college. Right. It was like it's all just like found, just like a bachelor pad. Yeah, like found furniture and stuff. You know, whatever you. But I think they like it. I think it suits their needs, I guess. In my, I, I think about the apartment. I lived in three apartments in Chicago. The main one, the one I lived in the longest. I think about it now that I'm older and have some taste. And I think about what a cool apartment oh, it yeah, actually was and how like we did not so much live lost up to its potential. Potential. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Too bad. Like we essentially had the TV and what was clearly supposed to be the dining room. Cause it just like, Worked better for us for some reason. Yeah, it's not like you're dining like, together. Yeah, but red. like, it was a cool apartment. Yeah, we could have made it look cool, and we you, we we didn't. We didn't because uh, we didn't know any better because we were dumb and young. Uh, so anyway, Chandler's uh, talking to his uh, wolf. Are they dogs? They're like husky slippers? Or are they wolves? I think they're huskies. Yeah, because one of them barks. They, yeah. he has barking slippers. He's talking to them. He finally decides to give. Uh, Joey a call they have this whole they like rekindle their friendship mm-hmm. they're watching Baywatch over the they both have an alarm set for when Baywatch is on yeah yeah um, and this reminds me uh, I used to in high school my high school girlfriend and I would talk we would watch yes. um, the like 10 30 or 11 p.m. mash rerun every night over the phone. Oh, that's fun. 
but it was like it only like later occurred to me like oh I don't think she likes MASH this was just Aww. like I, I was like into MASH and I watched MASH every night and I think she knew that and so it became a thing where we would we were like 15 year olds you know yeah, uh, watching MASH over the phone but I don't think she actually cared about MASH Aww, at all she cared about you that's very sweet <laughs> um, my friend and I used to watch um, Dawson's Creek over the phone together yeah and Gilmore Girls over the phone together that's fun yeah it was um, fun. Yeah, so they watch uh uh they watch uh Baywatch together. They talk about Yasmin Bleeth. Mm-hmm. Um who uh yeah, kind of didn't do like she was a big deal on Baywatch yeah. and never really did much besides Baywatch. Or like Sports Illustrated. Like she was a oh, model. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, um but yeah. Uh so then we <laughs> we get d- dueling scenes of them like being sad that they it's like this this episode does that thing that both these shows have done. A lot of sitcoms have done of like talking about one thing and the language you use for another mm-hmm. thing. So they're talking about everyone's talking about Joey and Chandler, including Joey and Chandler, as if they are a couple who have broken up. Yes, uh, with Joey moving out, and so Joey's at the park being comforted by one group. By uh, let's see, it's Monica and Phoebe's are comforting him, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chandler's at his apartment being comforted by Ross and Rachel, although they're being told different things, mm-hmm. you know, cause Ross and Rachel are About like, the breakup. they're like, you know, it's over. He's moved on yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's, it's cute. It's cute. Right. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe is <laughs> recording her single. Um, and it's, I would say the production on this single is comparable to the design aesthetic of Joey's apartment. It's overdone. Yeah. It's too much. They've got backup singers. Yeah. Um, which there's a funny line, but I'll save it for funniest moments. Oh, yes. Um, and then uh, back at Monica and Rachel's, Ross is hogging the phone, uh, and he plays a, like a funny prank on her when uh, their mom calls yeah. and she, and he tells Monica like Richard's on the phone and she starts talking as if she's talking to her boyfriend. That only happens in shows though. When you answer the phone, like what? Like no one answers yeah. the phone. Like, or like, I think I left my diet. I think I left my, yeah. You yeah. would say, Oh, Hey, what's up? You know? Oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I feel like that is used at sitcoms all the time. Um, also used on sitcoms all the time in the nineties, diaphragm. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. I feel like I've never like, right. that's not a birth control method that anyone that I've ever, dated used regularly right um but this and of course there's the famous friends where elaine's like i dropped my purse my diaphragm oh, was you mean flying seinfeld out. You, you called it friends well we're talking about friends yeah i meant seinfeld yeah where elaine is my diaphragm goes flying my diaphragm goes flying and then like <laughs> daphne the, and whatever yeah I mean, the virginal like girlfriend yeah. is scandalized <laughs> yeah um, um there's also in seinfeld like the sponge worthy Line. Yes. So yes. Elaine has used sponges and yes. diaphragms. Yes. Yes. Sponges I have encountered in real life yes. more often than diaphragms is what I'm saying as a birth control method. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you something later. <laughs> this funny. is not, not for on the podcast uh, share. Well, no. Okay. I'm going to share this. So I have an IUD. Yeah. And um, I had reason to get x-rays and the x-ray tech is like, Oh, do you have an IUD? And I'm like, oh, you saw that? <laughs> and in my mind, it's like just that's like cute. A, a cute little Y that you can see in an X-ray scan. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, that is cute. But like, he didn't have to say it, and I didn't have to go like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> um. Anyway, that is very cute. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh. 
so we finally we, we get to the the premise promised we get to the promise of the title fulfilled yes. eddie moves in played by adam, adam goldberg adam goldberg talk about guys or i guess the opposite of yasmin bleeth in some ways in that adam goldberg has continued to work regularly yeah. except not in anything that i watch i went through his imdb last thing i have seen that adam goldberg was in is zodiac 2007 oh but he's worked like if you he works all the time okay. he's like on all kinds of tv shows and stuff but like there was a time in the in the late 90s and early 2000s that he was like he was in tons of stuff in the ton, 90s yeah yeah um, yeah, obviously, like days of confused. Yeah, I just think I just want to dance. Yeah, yeah. Someone took it some reefer. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's funny because that guy too, Nikki Cat, uh, yes. the guy who was token some reefer, is also a guy who like used to be in everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've always uh, liked um, liked Adam Goldberg, so it's it's fun to to see him. He definitely brings. This isn't. Uh, I like that they're not going like generic bad roommate. Yeah. You know, he's bringing his own energy to the character. I really like. Yeah. And I like the extra touch of like his laugh being super obnoxious. Yeah. What's with Chandler and people around him? Yeah. uh, Big laughs or or notable laughs. Yeah. Uh, I kept noticing that Chandler's laptop from the moment the list is in the background of so many shots of the. of the living room. Speaking of uh, props to the props department, did you notice like all of the like fake brands? So there was uh, there was this time. a Basco sauce <laughs> <laughs> and Vinitvade. <laughs> it was so obvious to me that they just like put little stickers over the M. So it was. It's so weird that, that Vinit made, and then that, that works. over the T. So it's a Basco sauce. And that's they're and allowed that's, to get away with that. Somehow. Yeah. It's very strange. You know, there was a whole thing on, um, I, I don't, neither of us has watched, um, the like Disney plus Marvel shows, you know? Yeah. Um, unless you've been watching them behind my back. <laughs> no. Um, mm. the one, uh, I think it's called Hawkeye. Um, I saw a bunch of tweets about it when, it, when it happened. Um, there's an episode where a character is using sriracha sauce mm-hmm. and it's the, I saw the screen cap. It's clearly like Hoi Fong, brand with the rooster on it okay sriracha sauce except for some reason it has a red cap which everyone knows it's iconic that the hui fong rooster sriracha sauce has a bright green cap yes. that's a part of it yes and so people were like just perplexed like why would you use the, like obviously use the bottle right and change the color of of the cap anyway um I don't know. Yeah. Uh, listeners who maybe you watch the podcast. I don't know how to <laughs> does, the, does the color of the cap play a... Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Joey meets Eddie the same time we do. Then um, Phoebe shows up to show off her music video. Um, and Monica and Rachel, as they watch the music video, it's uh, hilarious. Um, and... Uh, uh, it's not her singing. Clearly not her Someone voice. is dubbed, but she doesn't get... And it's only just, obvious to... I mean, it's obvious to everyone except Phoebe. Phoebe's like, oh, I've never heard myself before. Yeah. I'm really talented. Yeah. yeah. What I thought was funny is the the video before the music starts opens with uh, a woman like, get out of here, cat, you stink, and like throwing the cat out. And that, <laughs> that woman is credited as horrible woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she would have to be. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not. It's not Smelly Cat's fault. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then after a little brief uh, shot of the city in which we see the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. um, Eddie is making breakfast, and Joey stops by again to get his, his mail, and he is uh, upset that Chandler seems to have like changed certain things. Yeah. Like, cause Eddie, Eddie's presence has changed. Eddie makes some Chandler, eggs. But it's funny that, like, Joey used to make him eggs, too, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Like, is this why Chandler needs a roommate? Because yeah. he, like, needs someone to make him breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, 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 yeah. Um, they, uh, so there's, they, they have a little fight over, uh, over that. Meanwhile, uh, Ross and Monica, their fight, like, uh, comes to a boil mm-hmm. um, and Rachel again doing the thing of like talking about one thing it's another thing Rachel like becomes the parent yeah you know yeah. like because um, uh, uh, Ross is like Rachel Monica keeps changing the channel and and, or, and, and, and Monica's like what are you going to tell tell mommy on me and then Rachel's yeah. like I need to go Take a bath. Take a bubble bath. Yeah. And relax. Um, there was some good uh, Ross physical comedy with the oranges when. Um, oh, with the phone prank. With the he, phone prank. Because Monica starts throwing oranges at him and he like catches them. He catches them and does a both dance. and then juggles them. Like yeah. he's really, he's really good at <laughs> he's that. He's having a good time. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. I like um, this. They have a sweet moment, but after like Ross is like, I thought we were just having fun like when we were kids. And yeah. Monica's like, I didn't like you when we were kids, which yeah. is kind of a big a big deal. Um, we should have my sister on the podcast to see if she hated me. I feel like we weren't, I, I don't feel like I had a very like teasing relationship with my, yeah. my sister yeah. when I was a kid. Um, it doesn't seem like you did, but I uh, occasionally <laughs> I would because I have a specific memory of my sister <laughs> that she would do sometimes I'd be teasing her like there were three of us boys. So sometimes we'd all be teasing her or sometimes one of us would. And no matter how many people it was, she'd say, you guys, but like sometimes it would be just me. And yeah. she'd be like, you guys. you guys, that's just something that, yeah. Um, and can I tell a story that makes my sister look good and me and my brothers look bad? Yeah. One year for Christmas, my mom told all of us kids, I want you I want your present to each other. I want each of you to write a letter to one another saying the things that you appreciate about them. Cute. Yeah, it's a cute idea. My brothers and I did not do it. And my sister wrote me and Christopher Aww. and Kevin really touching, like, sweet letters. Like, it was, I was very moved and I also felt like a complete piece of shit that I, yeah. like, I still to this day remember things that she said in that letter that I, Aww. like, I feel very bad about not That's, having done the assignment. Did you do it? Did you turn it in late? I don't think so. You have to ask her. I don't think I did. That's too bad. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Dumb. This, the theme of this episode of this podcast is boys are awful. Boys are awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after another shot of the Twin Towers, this time at night, uh, we get back to the the perk where Phoebe finally has realized that someone else is singing yeah. but still has a very Phoebe type reaction to it which is not to be mad so much as to feel bad for the person who's singing yeah. Yeah. because the producers don't think that person's pretty enough yeah. I guess um, and says the she's like the the smelly cat yeah so well it takes her a while to get there but she's like yeah. like an animal on the street or like a sad dog or yeah. a cat she's smelly cat yeah <laughs> she's like yeah that song has so many layers yeah um 
back at Chandler and Eddie's apartment, Chandler uh, tries to watch Baywatch with Eddie, and Eddie's yeah. kind of like dismissive and judgmental. Yeah. And I'm going to go read in my room. Um, uh, and uh, that leads to a very fun montage of the two going back and forth between Joey and Chandler, like doing things they would do together mm-hmm. alone set to obviously all, all by, by myself, myself by, by Eric Carmen. Eric Carmen. Um, and that's where we get the thing like <laughs> that you mentioned earlier where Chandler's like looking out the window while it's raining. Yeah. And then it cuts to Joey, you think doing the same thing right. and the camera pulls back and you realize he's looking through that water feature, the leopard print water feature <laughs> <Yeah>. staring <laughs> longingly at it. Um, um, Eric Carmen is a very good, Singer, right? Okay, I don't because I really what like else does he do? "Hungry Eyes." Oh, that's a good song from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, "All by Myself" is also used beautifully in Clueless. Okay, okay, it's been you a know, while. Yeah, wait, I love Josh in front of the fountain. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, and weirdly, that's how it ends. There's yeah. this is kind of a it doesn't say to be continued. Yeah, um, but. It might as well. It, it 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 just ends with them being sad. Yeah, there's no little tag at the end. Well, no, there, I'm saying this is that's before the tag. There is a tag where oh. Phoebe is singing "Smelly Cat" at the park again, and everyone else is helping her like sing oh, along. Oh yeah, there's, that's right. There's no <laughs> lyric left for Ross. Yeah, yeah, because she goes now, Rachel. Yeah, Monica, and they all have a line in the yeah. song. I like that they all know the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, Chandler's like a little like hesitant to sing because that's not his style because uh, he's a stick in the mud. Yeah. Uh, any other stray observations you wanted to ma- mention about this episode before we move on to funniest moments? Nope. Um, uh, I think the funniest moment for me is <laughs> uh, when Phoebe is startled when the backup singer starts singing. <laughs> And the producer's like, and she says, oh, I thought they were just watching me. Yeah. (laughs) Like they just gathered to watch her through a booth. Yeah. Like, um, what does she say? It's like, like like an aquarium. aquarium. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had that also. Um, I also like in that same scene, um, Phoebe doesn't necessarily love the back backup singers. And Uh she's like, I'm not getting that. They really understand how smelly this cat is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I laughed at a physical gag of Joey wearing a, is it a bullwinkle hat or is it just a it's generic a, moose? It's a generic moose hat. He's got a moose hat yeah. and he puts it on and uh, it's just funny. That and then my, Chan, uh, Chandler has a line. You want to say what Chandler's line is? Which is? Oh, you're starting to use moose in your hair? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I didn't know you. So, no. Or how long have you been using moose in your hair or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Um, I think the funniest was when... Um, Joey refer, refers to Eddie as Johnny New Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one for me, Ross, um, after the shower thing, um, when Monica starts yelling at Ross and he just repeats everything like, bickering. <laughs> and she siblings. like gets mad and storms in the bathroom and Ross like gives Rachel like a little grin and a thumbs up. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, I also really like when Phoebe watches the video clear to everyone that it's not her. And she said, I am sorry, but I'm incredibly talented. <laughs> uh, any more funniest moments? Nope. Let's move on to friends that make it fashion. Um, I'll just uh, lead off right from what you said. <laughs> Phoebe's look in the video. Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. I wrote that too. Uh, Music video fashions. How would you describe that? It's a very, a very nineties look, right? That, that dress. 
Yes. Um, that's kind of like shiny material, but then it also has a layer of like gauzy material on top of it. Right. But it reminded me of, um, what's the, the best friend? Romy and Michelle. Yes. And she's Romy. She's one of them. I never remember. Um, I think. Did you see Um, that video of them? Yeah. Just recently dancing together. I love that dance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very Romy and Michelle. Yeah. But she's also got like, Pearl, a pearl necklace, but it's like a choker, but it's like wrapped around three times. She's yeah. got like three layers of pearl, which I guess you can do if you've got a neck like Lucy Kudrow. Long, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what What were some make it fashion? Do you think that you? this scene was like an inspiration for... For Romy and Michelle? Yeah. Maybe. Because it's like, it's very, very similar. Um, no, I, yeah, I wrote down music video fashions and the moose hat. Uh, well, then I also want to mention Eddie's, I like Eddie's turtleneck because, you know, mm. I'm a, I like things that are yellow. Yes. He's got like a mustard turtleneck that sort of has like, it seems intentionally like frayed at the bottom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's cooking eggs in it. And that was confusing to that. me, that frayed bottom look. I didn't, I didn't care for it. Okay. Oh, I do have another observation is uh, like when Ross is taking forever in the bathroom and Monica is getting mad yeah she's like you have no hair what are you blow drying but then ross has like a huge head of hair like he has great hair like it's very like thick i mean there's too much product in it but it would be understandable that he would take a while to blow dry it yeah but i guess compared to monica he has no hair because she has long hair yeah but also you're comparing him to me where i (laughs) I mean i'm not bald i'm like i have a very Short, short hair. Like yeah. I keep it, keep it short. Yeah, or I keep it short. That's true. You are my hairdresser. Yes. Since the pandemic, and now just forever. Now just it's not yeah. worth going back. You're yeah. too good at it. Yeah. You 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 uh, uh, backed yourself into a corner there yeah. of being good at yeah. cutting my hair, and I have to do it forever. Yeah. Um, running jokes, motifs, and foreshadowing. Um. Anything like that? No, I mean. Um, Commenting on actual TV shows. Yes, I have that down. That's one of Watching them. Watching TV somewhat ironically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, popular song songs used. Okay. Also, Rachel's bad at her job. There was a Rachel's bad Rachel's at her job. Rachel's bad at her job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, in that case, should we move on? Or you know what? Instead, let's take a quick break. Okay. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We are back, and we are ready to move on to How I Met Your Mother, Season 2, Episode 17. Arrivederci, Fiero. Right. Take it away, Natalie. Uh, Okay. So, um, the Fiero is Marshall's beloved... Guy Fierro. Guy Fierro. <laughs> if I had um, a Fierro, that's what I would call it, right? Yeah, yeah. not Baby Fierro. So Marshall's beloved car, and it's um, Ted talking to his kids about um, 
holding on to souvenirs of who we used to be. So he's giving examples of like an unfortunate body piercing, like a belly button ring or a tattoo. Um, and Marshall's, um, symbol of who he used to be is his Fiero, which like, I wonder where he must have to pay to park it somewhere. Or he moves it regularly. Cause I, I had a, regularly, yeah. I had a car in Chicago yeah. and, and that was the thing you had to like, uh, you had to work at it if you didn't want to pay for a, for a garage. Yeah. So it's very close to turning over to 200,000, which again, my car is in the shop right now mm-hmm. as spoilers. The fair Fiero is about to be, mm-hmm. my car is at 193. It might even be at 194,000 right now. We should listen to the proclaimers and yeah, it, when, when take it, a road trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I say it's in the shop. It still runs. It's a 2009. It runs pretty well. I take good care of it. Yeah. I have a 2008 Prius, yeah. which has been good to me for 11 years and counting. Yeah. Um, much less maintenance than yours needs. I will add. That's true. Much less maintenance. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so it, um, breaks down yeah he the, 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 he and ted are in the car like That's counting right. down to like we're almost at They're 200 and they hit a pothole and then the they engine hit a pot sputters hole. yeah and, yeah so they have to take it to the auto shop um and so like the here and now is all in the auto shop but then we get a lot of like different flashbacks so we learn of um how marshall in his like mulleted and braces Teen years. Teen years. Um, His brothers are like bullying him and like make him do like hazing rituals to like have the car. Yeah. So the, oh, okay. First of all, we learned that like you could never eat or drink in the car. And so we're learning the reason why is because of the, um, all of the hazing that he had to do. The final challenge before he got the Fiero was to, um, Go through the Wienerberger drive-thru and order 10 coffees. Yeah. So unbeknownst to Marshall, they had like gone earlier and took all the like cup holders and lids for the coffee. So he had to balance um, these 10 coffees in the drive-thru. And? And. (laughs) There's something that's very important you're leaving out. (laughs) Well, how they jump up and scare him oh he's naked he's naked. he has to be naked he has to be naked of course um so he gets to the drive-thru he's slowly driving and then his brothers like pop out and scare him and he spills the coffee all over his crotch and himself and yeah. his body and it's awful yeah awful and painful yeah i feel yeah. like that's a real trauma yeah and those uh, coffees are no joke Has those coffees are hot yeah the the, uh, the woman who sued mcdonald's yeah uh, for good reason. I know that people always like yeah. hold that up as like an example of a frivolous lawsuit, but it actually like it's she was real... seriously yeah. scalded. It was insane. And it was like the Seinfeld. There was the um Yeah, Seinfeld made fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, um that's the origin of the no food or drink in the car. And then we get a flashback of the hundred thousand mile fiasco. And it starts with um, Ted and Marshall in the dorm, and they're going to go on a road trip home. So he invites um, a very, how would you describe Ted? It's a very, um, uh, he's kind of like a, like a, like a beat poet almost. Yeah. That's his, that's his, his style. And yeah. Yeah. Cause Marshall says at first he didn't like Ted because he thought he was pretentious. Yeah. And Ted thought Marshall was a slob. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so they go on this road trip to Indiana, I, I Ohio, Ohio. Well, I think um, the idea was that Marshall was coming back to, because they go to school in Connecticut at Wesleyan. Right. So I think Marshall on his way back after Thanksgiving break picked up Ted in Ohio and they drove the rest of the way together. Okay. I think, because I was also trying to figure out the like geography of the yeah. whole thing. I think that's what it was. Okay. Because we know it was after the break because Ted had broken up with his girlfriend over Thanksgiving break. Okay. Right? He's like sad yeah. when we... Yeah. 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 Um, so they're on this road trip. Of course, they're listening to um, Proclaimers 500 Miles over and over again because that's the only tape in the... It's stuck in the It's thing. stuck yeah. in the um, cassette. Yeah. Tape deck? deck? Tape deck. Yeah. Um, so they're listening to it over and over again. Um, Ted's growing, like, sick of it. They, Of course, they, like, they belt it out at the end. Yeah. And then, like, wait for it. It'll happen. And then yeah, they, they belt it out. It, and, and then it, it starts over around. again. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of, like, bickering. And then they're playing road games, including Zitch Dog. We're, like, <laughs> the first <laughs> to see a point dog. Point at a dog. Points at a dog. We should start doing that. We should do that, yeah. We love to look at dogs. Um, Marshall talks about Lily, how, like, oh, they're not that serious. And, like, he doesn't want to, like, get too serious with like the first girl he starts dating yeah. and he kind of jokes about it. Um, also, um, Ted and his like Jack Kerouac <laughs> ways, like is like, let's get off the freeway. Let's take the path. Uh, yeah. lesser known. Let's, yeah. Um, but it's also because his ex-girlfriend had like apparently accused him of not like being fun or spontaneous. Being spontaneous. Or, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, take that Karen. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny that um, you now you can't you, you couldn't have a character like that named yeah. Karen because Karen like has a whole other meaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they get off the freeway. They get lost. There's a snowstorm. Um, <laughs> Ted screams, "My spectacles!" <laughs> they were just ornamental. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're like stuck in the car. They're very very cold. They have to turn the car off because they're, they're getting snowed in. They have to cozy up in the back seat. Um, but it turns out they were just like parked in front of a hotel. They're literally right in they front of a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone finds them and like screams calls something. Them lovers. Yeah. Something, calls them yeah. lovers and screams at them. Um, that character is in the credits as Hick. Okay. There's like, uh, like a boner joke. Yeah. Very obvious. Very obvious. Joke. Yeah. Anytime like two men are close to one another, like there's, like plane trains and automobiles has the classic one. Like, where's your where's your other hand between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, or like your gun is get, digging into my hip. Yeah, like yeah. It's so obvious. It's very and friends. Tired. Like it seems yeah. like this should be in. Yeah, like what well, friends did the joke with the uh, last week with the or a couple weeks ago with the um the, juice box. The juice. The, yeah, where Rachel thought that Ross had right prematurely ejaculated. Um, so yeah, that's the moment that they became best friends, which is cute. Um, so Marshall's struggling, struggling with like the Fiero was the only thing that like made him who he was or else he's just like a sellout corporate suit. Yeah. Um, when he says that Barney's like, Oh, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like <laughs> yeah. you should be proud. Um, so they're talking about the car and how everyone has like memories tied to it. There was the suicidal cat, which made me think of. Friends. <laughs> yeah, the cat, yeah. Um, hitchhiking Waldo and a um, 
a homeless man who threw up in the car. So we learned the origin of that story yeah. is actually um, Lily and Robin were like fiending for some Thai food. Yeah. And they didn't want to wait for delivery. So they're like, okay, we know his rule about no food in the car. So we're just going to go pick it up. We'll drive with the windows down. We'll be very, very quick. We'll double, double bag it. So um, I guess the brakes were a little tighter than Lily anticipated. And they get Thai food all over the car, covering the car. Um, and they smoked the cigars that were in the glove compartment. That's, yeah, that's and a that good were, payoff. Yeah, we're, we're replaced with chopsticks. Um, so we found out that that's the reason why. So, of course, Ted is mad at that. Um, um, I have a question mm-hmm. uh, for the listeners. Oh. Now, because uh, I don't want to be one of those um, people like... Um, like, you know, New Yorkers are like, oh, no other place has bodegas. You know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. corner, we have a corner store. <laughs> like, right. it's not that. Right. I understand, but people like New Yorkers tend to be like, oh, only in New York about things that aren't only in New York. Sure. But so I'm afraid of being the, the, the same. But is there, I want other listeners in other parts of the U.S. and in places like New York, especially if you have any New York City listeners, is Thai food as prevalent as it is in Los Angeles. Like I know Chinese food throughout the country. You're always yeah. like, but I'm looking up you and I have like on coming up on Yelp. I mean, we've literally got like 20 places within a mile that come up as Thai. There are so many Thai restaurants in Los Angeles, especially yeah. in North Hollywood yeah. and in Thai town, which yeah. is in Hollywood proper. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this episode of being New Yorkers and like craving Thai food, like I was wondering, is like in New York, is it is Thai something you have to go out of your way for, or is that like I, I honestly don't know. I feel like how common Thai it, it can't be as common as it is in Los Angeles. It can't There's be so as common, thai but it is. I would here. say like of the like delivery food in the nation, it would be like top five. Top five could pizza is number one. Yeah. Then Chinese. Chinese. And then yeah, Thai. Thai. What else do people? order indian indian yeah i guess um people don't usually order mexican food in no you don't remember uh we do do we i mean now that there's like grubhub and apps and stuff but do you remember when we um going back to what we were talking about earlier when you would stay at my place all the time when i lived alone uh, by myself there was a play a mexican place that delivered yeah and it was like uh, is that so where we got rare. those breakfast burritos? We get enormous breakfast burritos. And it would be from, like a full day of food yeah. in one. Senor Taco is what it was called. Yeah. It's not there anymore, but it was at... Um, enormous. Uh, like Santa Monica and Vine Yeah, uh, is where is where it was. And I lived at Santa Monica and... Uh, well, I lived at Melrose and Van Ness, which is... We were close. real gluttons in your apartment. Like there were days that we ordered like three meals <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Yeah, we would have, uh, we were very much, it was like early dating, we were very much nesting, so we would like. Yeah, just like lay around all day, watch movies, order food, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Make cocktails all day long. Make cocktails all day long, yeah. Uh, yeah, eat vegan food and Mexican food and Thai food. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can't live like that now. Nope. But anyway, uh, listeners, throughout the country, tell me where you live and how prevalent Thai food is. I want to know. Yeah, good question. Um, so that little scene is when um, Robin and Lily became best friends. Um, so 
I kind of felt bad for Barney here because he's clearly like the fifth wheel of the friends, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and that's, it was made so obvious. Like we're best friends. We're best friends. He's just like an outsider. Yeah. Cause you've got two sets of best friends yeah. and then you've also got two couples. Yes. And Barney is not, not in any of those. Yeah. I feel sorry. For yeah. Him. Um, okay. so he hates the, the Fiero. It's a death trap. Um, because, uh, he tries to drive it. He's terrible at driving. He does. Yeah. He, he finds out that he doesn't he never know how to drive, learned how to drive, which is interesting. Cause he's like, Oh, I grew up in a city. I never had to, yeah. but I remember, I don't know if you remember season one, I pointed out like, Oh, it's interesting that Lily does know how to drive. Cause we know that Lily also grew up in New York city. I don't, we don't know. Barney hasn't specifically said he grew up in New York city, but he said he grew up right. in a city. Right. Lily grew up in New York city, but we know from season one that she, she does know how to drive because she takes the Fiero. Do you remember she goes upstate to mm-hmm. like do the interview for the like fellowship or right. whatever that yeah. she ends up uh, getting? So yeah. just interesting that um, Lily and Barney both city kids, but Lily at some point did learn how to learn drive. How to drive, yeah. And I, I am a dummy, and I didn't remember that, so <laughs> I, think you're a dummy. I didn't get a point for this. Um, <laughs> So, oh yeah. So the, the scene with, you know, Barney trying to drive and like the slow, he's driving like 10 miles per hour with like a dog who lays in the like street, probably like 50 yards, like, like way far, like they're not coming anywhere near it. Um, but Barney is like freaking out. He like pees himself. Yeah. That dog, I'll give it away now. That dog just is one of my funniest moments. That dog, yeah. they're, they're in like a parking lot yeah. and a dog just walks up out of nowhere yeah. and lays down, lays down right in the, in the path of the car and just looks very cute. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cute. <laughs> just sunbathing. Yeah. Um, so he like veers um, to the side of the road and like kind of crashes into like a, not really crash, but he kind of like. so slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hits a tree. Um, and that was a terrible um, trauma. For yeah. Barney. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of like coming to the conclusion at the um, at the auto shop. Turns out, you know, she's not going to survive. She yeah. or he. And then there was like a off color joke about it. Not knowing whether it's a she or a he. That joke. Lily, I mean, makes a Lily bad... uses what is now considered a slur. Yes. It wasn't at the time, though. Like, yeah. you remember when like. When Christian Siriano was on Project Runway, mm-hmm. he would use that word. Yeah. It's a shortening of transgender. Yeah. Um, two syllables. You can figure it out. He would use it all the time. Like, so I feel yeah. like at this time, it was just like a a word that people use. Now, it feels like a, a terrible slur. It's yeah. Like it, it, well, I've known many transgender folks who refer to themselves I, yeah, as that, such, which is like yeah, a different story. Of course, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, like, uh, made me uh, wince when she yes. when she said it. But I also understand at the time it was just a, a word for someone who was, yeah. you know, not gender conforming in many yes. ways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're going to let this, let the card die with dignity. So they're all talking about their memories and dreams. And um, they're kind of saying, like, this is this car was like the giving tree like it gave us so much and we want to give it like a sweet send off so they're like let's push it down for the last 0.7 miles so it can reach its 200 and they all start pushing it and the mechanics like oh 
you can't do that. Like the tires are on blocks. Like, yeah. You can't, <laughs> they're like, okay, well yeah. let's, you know, what's well, funny. I, uh, because I, like I said, literally just been at the, at the auto repair place today. And I noticed that our mechanic, Albert, shout out to Albert, mm-hmm. <laughs> right at the end of the block. Albert high tech. Uh, yeah. If you're in North Hollywood, you uh, could do a lot worse than Albert high tech. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he has a big sign that says like, customers, please do not enter our work area. Yeah. Um, and so it was funny that like all five of them are just like left oh. unattended in the middle of the, of the yeah. garage. Yeah. That's gotta be an insurance uh, yeah. uh, liability. Well, they, they make the whole, I mean, this is a motif, but they, they turn the whole auto shop into their living room. They're making yeah. cranes, they're folding cranes for the wedding. Right. Yeah. And Barney's intentionally doing a bad job so he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. And they're just taking up all the space, all the whole, it's chaos. Um, so did I miss anything? I don't know if you missed anything. I have some stray observations that I wanted to okay. to point out. Just a couple. You, you, you touched on both, both, most of mine. I liked that, uh, after the spillage of the train, uh, Thai food in the, um, car, Robin has a little monologue that is mostly lifted directly from Pulp Fiction. She's saying oh, Harvey Keitel lines from Pulp right. Fiction, but that's making right. it about Thai food instead that's of right. like bits of skull and brain or whatever yes. she's talking about. Yes. Soup and noodles. Yeah. And stuff. Soffing up the, Oh, I did forget to mention, um, sorry, Marshall ends up like saying like, I'm going to marry Lily after yes, that snowstorm flashback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah flashback. Which is, that's a very sweet. Yeah. Um, the last thing I couldn't, do you remember? I can't remember who it was last week. It might've been a couple episodes during the Monday night football episode. Um, I mentioned, and you missed it, that Lily was reading a book, like a comic book mm-hmm. or a graphic novel called the good, the bad and the pugly. Yes. I'm pretty sure once Barney is like off of origami duty, uh-huh. he's reading a comic. I think it's the good. I, I couldn't see huh. the cover, but I think it was the good, the bad and the pugly from a few episodes ago, which means now I need to look up. Is that a real graphic novel? Do you think it is? Um, I say no. Let's see. Um, oh, it sure is. It's by Dave Kellett, um, and, uh, published in 2007. So it would have been brand new at the time. I wonder if he knows somebody who's a writer on the show or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, glad we got to the bottom of that. Um, let's move on, I guess, to how I met your mother. Funniest moments. Okay. Um, I had, we already talked about it. My spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we talked about the coffee prank and the cute dog. So I'll uh, go with the mechanic saying, oh, yeah. after everyone like it, sharing their memories, the mechanic says, wow, what a special car. Can I crush it into a little, two, little cube yet? Yeah. Yeah. That made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, when Barney was trying to hide the fact that he didn't know how to drive and he was like overdoing it, like, yeah, I know how to drive cruising the lanes and he's like trying to demonstrate how to drive, but he's all wrong. Like (laughs) his hand positioning is off (laughs) and that's when it's obvious that he doesn't know how to drive. Uh, last one for me when, um, uh, Marshall has a whole speech about how like we have to let go of things cause everyone like has certain things they didn't think were going to pan out. Like, and he's naming things that happen to everybody. And he's like, and he's like, and Robin, I'm sure Robin had something that, didn't work out and she just gives us a like nope, nope. <laughs> like shake. I like that. yeah yeah uh, any other uh, funniest moments uh, nope should we move on to how I met your mother but make it fashion yes go ahead oh um, notable was Lily's like weird 
uh, tunic? I guess. With like flower buttons yeah, all the fl- way down? Floral buttons is what I wrote down to. It's like a child's outfit. It's it a, does look very junior. It's yeah. a very, yeah. Yeah. That's all I had. I had the same one. Um, I guess we talked a little bit. Oh, oh motifs. Motifs, yeah. So um, this is like making the world their living room. Yeah. We talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did notice a uh, buckle up. Like suit up? Yeah. But buckle up? Oh, yeah. I, wish I'd, I wish I'd written that down. Um, Bernie Stinson buckle up. Yeah. Uh, Barney does say true story. That's one of his many, many catchphrases. Okay. He says true story. Um, after he said basically his big revelation from trying to drive was that he was fine the way he was and he should just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, true story. Um, should we, should we, uh, talk about similarities and differences between the two episodes? I've got some, some, a minor one and, and some more overarching ones. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any good ones. I, I, di- I did want to say in the um, Friends episode, even though it wasn't this episode, um, the Smelly Cat video was giving me some like Robin Sparkle vibes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just yeah. like the smoke effects and just like the extreme yeah, fashions. Funny. Yes. Um, wish I'd thought of that. Um, Eddie and Ted are both pretentious book reading roommates. <laughs> Yes. Right? Yes. (laughs) They both managed to uh, annoy their roommates by being pretentious uh, while reading a book. Yes. Uh, But in general, I feel like both episodes have a theme of moving on and like cherishing your memories, but also you need to move on with with Chandler and Joey sort of moving out, but also Monica and Ross having like realizing that their childhood is in the past and now they're, they have a different relationships now. Uh, And, and it's the same with, with uh, this gang, they're all like, this is, so, you know, they're all, these characters are all about friendship, thir- but I'm saying, <laughs> 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 yes, they're all about friendship. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say they're all about 30. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're all about <laughs> friendship. Friendship. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but this is a real thing of like you your your twenties are times when you're like an adult, but you're also still like hanging on to some like youthful things right you know what I mean, and I think getting the, this car is obviously it doesn't just recognize re- represent the car it represents the time they've known each other, which is like college age to present, you know over a decade of going from being like adults technically because you're on your own Mm -hmm. to actually becoming adult functioning (laughs) contributing members of society and the car represents the last sort of like vestige of that and now they have to be like okay this this happened yeah but things are different now so i feel like that 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 sort of theme of of yeah moving on not not like throwing your memories away, yeah. cherishing them, but also recognizing that that's the past. Yes. Is in both episodes. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's great. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, we, like I said, this episode is very much about the value of friendship. Yeah. It's all about friendship. It's all about friendship. <laughs> um, they're all about <laughs> 25, 30. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Well, let's move on to playing favorites. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, three, two, one. How I'm in your mother. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Why friends? Um, I, I love the video. 
Yeah. Um, I do like this kind of like coming to terms with like how much they miss each other, Joey and Chandler, how much mm-hmm. they need each other and miss each other. Um, the realization about like Ross and Ra- Ross and Monica's childhood relationship. Yeah, I liked that. Um, that was good. That was the best part, I think, for me. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think for me, the as as visions of friendship, I think I found the How I Met Your Mother stuff a little more relatable. Like I've never, mm-hmm. I've had roommates, but I've never had that feeling of like, like oh, I missed this person being my roommate. Like he's just, mm-hmm. you can still be friends with a person. I don't feel like roommate is like any of this has says more about me and my like detachment from people. But yeah. like I, 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 I've, to me, I couldn't relate to the Joey and Chandler friendship because it felt like kind of contrived, uh, as well as I can relate to the many friendships that are, are, are on display in how I met your mother and the way that they've changed over the years and that. So, uh, and also, I mean, both episodes were very funny, Yeah, but I, I have to give it to how you met your mother here. All right. Well, what's, what's, what's next? Oh, now we move on to my favorite, my favorite segment to introduce. It's a segment called, how were we doing? <laughs> um, we, a, a catchphrase we still haven't heard. We haven't got there yet. Almost yeah. all the way through the second season. We still haven't heard, uh, how are we doing? Um, but this is where we look at what was happening in the world on, in the world on the days these episodes aired. So, Friends, Season 2, Episode 17, the one where Eddie moves in, aired on Thursday, February 22nd, 1996. A uh, couple of things happened that day. Actress Holly Berry files for divorce from David Justice. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not laughing at her divorce, but I am laughing at... Uh, a friend of ours or a friend of a friend recently we were at like a backyard hang and someone mentioned a movie that had come out. Monster balls. I I can't remember what movie it was, <laughs> but a guy we know named Mark was like, that's the one with uh, Helly belly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, so anyway, um, I hope Holly Berry and David justice have, have moved on. Also Disney launches the Disney.com website on the internet. Primary purposes of the site, primary purpose of the site is to provide travel info on Disneyland and Walt Disney World mm. and to promote Disney merchandise. Mm. Uh, we've come a long way, yeah. obviously, yeah. from uh, Disney.com having like, yeah. uh, here's how you get to Disneyland to right. now like everything is Disney and Disney Plus is yes. uh, some people's whole fucking identity. Yeah, Disney adults. Ugh. Um, now I want to say, I want to make clear. Because people like talk shit about Disney adults, and I think they should be approached with caution. But I also want to make clear, if you're out here, if you're a Star Wars adult or an MCU adult, you're a Disney adult, too. Don't yes. act like you're not. Yes. Don't act like you're better right. than the, like, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck Disney adults. Or even, like, the Nightmare Before Christmas Disney adult. They're all... You're all Disney adults, and maybe you should... Don't get rid of the things you love. I'm not saying that that's bad, but maybe like find a personality of your own. All right. <laughs> Sorry, was that too mean? No, I just feel like a lot of people have those identities. Yeah, but it just, it's, I guess I'm, look, I'm not like as punk as I once was, 
But the idea that your identity is so tied up with a corporate brand, it feels like you're, it feels like last week on the, on friends going to the tattoo parlor and picking one of the pre-designed tattoos off the wall. I agree. That's what being a Disney adult feels like to me. I agree. I also feel like when, and I'm not a parent, so I'm going to start out by saying that, but I don't, it kind of like irks me when parents indoctrinate their children, like unwillingly to like a franchise, like, Oh, you're going to love star Wars or you're going to love in your family, like the Cardinal or like a a sports franchise or like, okay, we're going to, you're going to be really into the lion King. I don't know. It just seems like they're imposing their wishes onto a child who hasn't even developed their own sense of themselves yet. I'll defend the sports thing a little bit because I think, because you didn't come from a sports family. So it isn't, you don't like get this. Right. It's not like it is, it is fandom, but it's also kind of like civic regional identity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if you are from St. Louis, you, probably love the Cardinals. But what if you don't like sports, you know, and then and that's okay. It should be okay. Yeah. If it gets to the point where a parent is not okay with that, that's where it becomes a problem. But I don't think putting a little baby in like a Colton long, like uh Jersey or something. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a part of like just, being from St. Louis. That's no, and I what get it that. Is. To I, some extent. And, and like, here it's Lakers and, and, and Dodgers. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there are other, there's the Clippers and the Kings and whatnot, but I don't know. It's really I, the Lakers and the Dodgers, right? I just want all babies to be in like, just like prime color, like plain <laughs> natural fibers, like <laughs> just beige, just beige. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a sackcloth. That's yeah. what you want. All right. Uh, top five songs in the U S on this day at number five, Brandy's sitting up in my room, sitting up in my room. Okay. Not, uh, thinking about you. I don't know it. Okay. Uh, number four, the Tony, Tony Rich project. Nobody knows. Yeah. Made his debut last week. We already sang some of it. Yeah. Uh, number three, you're going to just sing some of this one. Cause I can't remember how it goes. Everything but the girl missing. Step off the train. <laughs> at number two, Mary J. Blige's not going to cry. Um, and at number one, Mariah Carey's one sweet day. Now over in 2007, the day that how I met your mother, season two, episode 17, Rivera Fierro aired. It was Monday, February 26th of 2007. And, uh, Okay, this website, I'm not, I'm not exactly where, sure where it got this date because I like researched it and I couldn't find the date, but it's still worth, worth talking about. Film director James Cameron claims to have found ossuaries, I'll get to that later, that once contained the remains of Jesus of, Nazar- Jesus of Naz- Nazareth, his disciple Mary Magdalene, and their son named Judah. So this is called the Talpio, or Talpiot Tomb. Um, and I did it, when I saw this, I did a whole deep dive. <laughs> There's a... Um, in the early 1980s, a tomb was uncovered while building an apartment building in Israel, I think. Um, okay. And uh, over the years, people uncovered more of it and, and started reading the inscriptions on it and translating them. And so uh, there are a group of people, James Cameron apparently among them, who think that this is the tomb where where Jesus... It was like 
was actually buried when he died for me. Which so this is basically a refutation of Christian doctrine because Christian doctrine says that Jesus right. ascended. You right. know, he died on the cross. He uh, was entombed. The stone was rolled back. He lived, walked around for three days, and then he ascended and disappeared. So the idea that his corpse exists in an ossuary somewhere again, I'll get to that. Uh, um, it would would be saying this was all bullshit, right? So uh, obviously, a lot of people are against this idea. Yes. Based on what I can find, it sounds like names like Yeshua and 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 Judah and stuff like that mm-hmm. were like so common that this could be anyone's tomb. Yeah. You, you know, it's probably not. There's no proof that this is Jesus and Mary and right. Judah's uh, tomb. And ossuary is, um, you see, old like. Uh, well, I, I would say, I would say old movies, often movies about Jesus or whatever. It's like a coffin, except it's like a made of stone and has a stone top, you know, that you like you pull on top of it. That's an, so it's a stone, a big stone thing for bodies. That's what an ossuary is, just so you okay. know. Um, anyway, so James Cameron in March of 2007 released a documentary about like Jesus's tomb or why I can't remember what it was called. Um, and he also and there was also a book. There was a promotional book that came out before that. So I'm guessing this website got this date of February 26, 2007, from that promotional material. But anyway, just that was a fun uh, Wikipedia deep dive that I did while uh, you were eating lunch. <laughs> while we were waiting to prepare, Good to know. Uh, waiting to record this uh, this episode. Um, top five songs in the U.S on this day at number five Akon don't matter at number four this is new to the list and I can't remember how it goes Dixie Chicks not ready to make nice no okay. I don't I don't know it number three Nelly Furtado's say it right no number two Ludacris's runaway love no and number one a song that I know okay and I think you know too okay what goes around comes around by Justin Timberlake Goes around, yeah. goes around, goes yeah, around. Yeah. Always come back around, right? Yes. Yeah. I know one. All right. How about that? How about that? But this was like the time, like, I, um, I don't know. Well, you, this, you, we've talked about, we're always, even though you have, like, good esoteric, like, rock, indie rock, you know. Post-punk. Post-punk, uh, post-punk, uh, Britpop. You have like, all these tastes. You've always Garage. liked pop. Yes. You know, I feel like I, like a lot of snobs went through this period where it was like in the mid two thousands when I feel like people like, uh, publications, websites like pitchfork, whatever started taking pop more seriously. And I mm-hmm. feel like Kelly, I've said before, Kelly Clarkson was a big one for me, mm-hmm. you know, since you've been gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also I feel like Justif- Justified was the album. I can't remember what the name of the album is that what goes around comes around it. But Justified was the one before that that had like Crimea River on it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I feel like, and I remember that getting a lot of like, I remember like year end lists coming out from critics that are mostly into like Wilco and shit uh-huh. and seeing like Justin Timberlake. Right. And, and, and so, um, there was a period in the two thousands, like, uh, yeah, Crimea River, what goes around, comes around, sexy back maybe mm-hmm. even, where uh, Justin Timberlake was not just popular, but also making very critically well-received music. Yes. Um, and I feel like that kind of fizzled out. There was the, 
I can't remember the name of the album, but there's a song like uh, Mirror is on it, like uh-huh. uh, which I like that song, but that that album is like so hugely overproduced and reached. It, it feels like one of those big like statement albums like Kanye West makes or whatever. Yeah. And now, and then he did Man of the Woods. Did you listen to that? No, I didn't. Album, oof, not not good. So I feel like Justin Timberlake has kind of fallen off in critical uh, 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 in people's critical evaluation. But um, this is right in the middle of his. Uh, Strong period. All right. Uh, finally, we move on to the final segment. It's called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try and guess what's going to happen next week on the podcast based only on the episode titles. First, we have to look at what how we did in our predictions last week. Ugh. We both did poorly. Okay. Um, I said Chandler is exaggerating his new roommate's peccadillos. Peccadillos. We keep doing it. Yeah. Because of... Peccadilly Circus. Yes. Peccadillos. Peccadillo. Chandler's exaggerating his new roomie's peccadillos because he misses his old pal Joseph. And it's quite the opposite. He's embracing Eddie. Yeah. Even though, or publicly he's embracing Eddie. Yeah. He's got his reservations about Eddie not liking Baywatch and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, I was wrong about that. Or Johnny New Eggs. Let's just call him Johnny New Johnny Eggs. Johnny New Eggs. Uh, you said Robin says goodbye in Italian to her wheels and also, in a way, if you think about it, to her independence. Um... You were so close. Because <laughs> it, it just, I should have flipped it with Marshall. If you had said Marshall, yeah. you would have gotten it. Yeah. Yep. So we remain tied, or not tied, but uh, I'm still ahead, but uh, no movement that yeah. week, this week. So, uh, hey, if we have any new listeners from the most recent episode of Battleship Pretension, um, you might be excited for this new part, because I talked about how we vamp for time on the one where I met your mother, yeah. which is Natalie reading from the Trader Joe's fearless flyer in an ASMR voice. If you came here for that, it's time. Cause you got a vamp while I look this up. Cheesy seasoning blend. Quinoa, cowboy, veggie burgers, okie dokie oat, frozen dessert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Season two, episode 18 of friends, uh, is called, the one where Dr. Ramore dies. Okay. So obviously Dr. Drake Ramore is the character that Joey plays on Days of Our Lives. Duel. Okay, duel. Um, I'm going to guess that this is how they get Joey back into the apartment. Okay. I'm going to say Joey's income stream is is dwindling because he loses his gig setting the wheels in motion to reinstall him in his former abode okay okay how i met your mother how i met your mother season two episode episode 18 18. it's called moving day (gasps) okay um who's moving who's moving we know who's moving from last week's episode it ended with lily's moving i don't remember you don't remember <laughs> at the end of at the end of stuff. Stuff was all about which couple. 
having an argument, having disagreements. Yeah. Oh, Robin and Ted are moving in moving together. Moving in together. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, you really had to walk me to it, and I <laughs> should right be ashamed of myself. Um, uh, okay. So, Robin is moving in to the apartment. How is that going to? Okay. The dogs are already at her. Her aunt's house. Her lesbian aunt's Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of conflict about stuff. Okay. There was already, there was already that, um, episode about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is going to happen on moving day? I think they're all going to, um, argue. It's going to be an argument episode. Tensions are running high. Okay. With the gang. Tensions are at an all-time high uh, within the ranks. Shit, okay. Within the ranks of our gang. Is that enough, or do we need more? Um, should, it should be, like, because of Ted and Robin moving in together. Yes. Yeah. Because of Ted and Robin. Shacking up. Okay, Robin. Shack up scuffle. <laughs> Shacking, S-H-A-C-K-I-N apostrophe, up. A.K.A. A real shacking scuffle. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun for me to read next week. Yeah. Well, uh, until then, you can find uh, episodes of this podcast wherever you find podcasts, wherever you found it. You can continue to find it there. Mm-hmm. You can also find posts at Battleship Pretension every week for this podcast where you can leave comments. Um, uh, we got some comments I didn't tell you last oh. week about uh, whether or not lesbians love dogs. Uh, seems to true? be like not not it's not across the board. We've okay. got a text a tweet from a lesbian who is afraid of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can you can tweet me at Davy Pretension. Um, you can leave a comment at BattleshipPretension.com or you can, as we prefer, send us an email. The one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Yeah. So. Uh, check that out also check out battleship retention is my other podcast and website where i talk and write about movies i gave my twitter i guess other than that um natalie remind me where you would like people to find you to track you down on the internet um check out battleship retention.com uh email us we will read it um you don't need to come find me but if you like this episode tell a friend tell a mother um rate review yeah yeah please share it please do that um yeah until next time see you at the wiener burger (laughs) 